This week on Sober Dope, Surviving the Holidays and Grace's First AA Meeting. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Sober Dope. Welcome, welcome. I feel like we should have some jazzy music that's um, counteracting our lethargy. Yeah, we both feel like dookie. Duke City. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you can hear us. I have no voice. <coughs> oh, Holly think? is also coughing. Yeah, bubonic plague. So, welcome. Not that we promised we didn't we weren't going to tell you about our junk, but you should know that at least we're a little under the weather. Mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Turkey. Uh, or Tofurkey. And also, happy thanks, many thanks to all of our new friends. We are so excited about all the messages and the listens. And um, there have been some people who have sent messages about things that they liked on our Instagram and related to. I just think it's really kind of cool the more that, you know, we thought we were just putting our conversations and our stories out there. But... Um, there is a nice, strong little community, and yeah. so we're we're lucky and grateful to be a part of that. People are listening to these somehow, and, <laughs> <laughs> and following on Instagram at Sober Dope Podcast on Instagram, and and nobody's emailed us at our our cheap email. Have you been checking it? Yeah, I have it on my phone. You so. can email at us at sober dope at mail dot com. Just mail.com. Straight up mail. Generic mail.com. We don't know where it's hosted, so don't write anything like your social security number in there. We don't want that. I don't want it. <clears throat> yeah. But thank you for, for adding us on Instagram and listening to the podcast. Yes. We like it. We like you. So this is going to be a shorter podcast just because we are a little both in a, like the funk, like not like bad funk, not like no, emotional but like, funk, just Holly like Holly just drove seven hours <laughs> to our parents' house. I drove five hours and I'm sick and it's almost 10 o'clock at night. So we're just going to throw this together So we're tonight. whining and being a big baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were chatting about our topics today and the two topics we wanted to sprinkle in Mm-hmm. were like how to survive we, we don't have like the the answers but we <laughs> have some ideas how to survive the holidays not drinking like mm-hmm. what things worked for us or observations or things that we do yeah and then the other one um that came up as we were running to get pumpkin pie ingredients is me grace went to my first aa meeting yes yeah yep and, and I was, I haven't heard any about it yet. And she and hasn't I want heard about to. it, so I'll tell that story closer to the end. But first, we can talk about um, holidays being sober. What was your first sober holiday? Mm, holiday? I guess it would have been two thousand. When did I get sober? Two thousand fourteen. I should again um, just make a quick caveat. I don't mean to be flippant about my sobriety date, but. For me, what worked was when I wasn't counting days. It because it didn't matter. I'm I'm not gonna drink again. Um, so sometimes it's a little rusty in my brain. On, the day and time, I know it's March seventh, two thousand fourteen. So yeah, it would have okay, been. Okay, so you do know the day. 
Yes, I know it's March 7th, but sometimes the the, the years year? are really foggy. <laughs> the like, years do the get year, foggy the as years you get before, older. <laughs> I don't remember, and the mm-hmm. year after is really foggy. Mm-hmm. So um, it would have been, I guess, 4th of July. That didn't really count. I mean, I don't think I did a whole lot then. I just kind of hung at home. Oh, you didn't go to our family's Mm-mm. 4th of July drinking extravaganza, <laughs> explosives, and natty light everywhere? Blowing up in holiday. beer. No, you I... skipped that one? I think I hmm. skipped that one. That's probably a good idea. So maybe, I mean, I'm trying to think. It would have been Thanksgiving, I suppose. And... Was it weird? Was it hard? Mm, weird in the sense that sort of the the raw edges and nerves of being hypersensitive to to the drinking patterns of our family and I'm talking about like our extended family mm-hmm. um were much more apparent like I was like hypersensitive to it it didn't bother me in a sense that like I talked about when I shared my story like for whatever reason I don't even need to know why when I got sober this last time I just did not that obsession lifted because I was just in such a a really dark place. So if you need to be caught up, it's on episode two. <laughs> uh, but so I had no like I didn't go into it thinking like oh I'm just really gonna want a glass of wine or I'm like I didn't feel like I was missing anything. I almost felt like it was weird because I was seeing everything for the first time. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we were like we actually ran to good old. We call it Kroger's because we're in Michigan. Everything that's got an S at the end of it. So there's like stores like Myers and Kroger's. It's actually Kroger, but you have to call it Kroger's in Michigan. Anyway, we went up there and I got my favorite celebration drink, which is Diet Ginger Ale. But I'm broke right now, so I got Big K instead of um, Canadian Dry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean... Yeah. Now it's no big deal for you, but you still always come prepared with your drinks, your fizzy waters, I noticed, and you always have, like, fun, fancy drinks. Um, Yeah, fancy pops. Is there anything else that you, like, prepare for going into a holiday? Because it's stressful traveling and Mm -hmm. being with your family and getting your buttons pushed by all the people who know how to push your buttons. Yeah. I think um, we were talking a little bit before, too, about, speaking of AA meetings, I know you're going to end up with that, but... One thing, I did learn a lot, even though I don't regularly go. I haven't been for a while. There's a lot of great things I learned when I was trying to get sober. And the acronym HALT, H-A-L-T, I still have that in the back of my head. So, like, tonight, for the first time in a long time, like, all those buttons are being pushed. I'm like, why am I so, like, restless tonight? And it's because I was hungry and I'm angry about some things. I'm not too lonely, but I'm definitely tired. So, Mm -hmm. like... Just being self-aware going into a situation. I'm like, where, where are these, like, triggers for me? Anger's a huge one, like you said. Like, especially, you know, depending on the uh, the content of pol- the political content your family may or may not be willing to talk about mm-hmm. very verbosely. Or your drunk um, aunt saying something really awkward and, like, not even remotely <laughs> politically correct. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Not that that's ever happened. Or would you just want to scream out loud instead of in your head, why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Oh. Or like you hear your dad say, let's watch Netflix. 
like four times and nobody's listening, but he keeps repeating the word Netflix. Or what's on Holo. <laughs> <laughs> or what did you buy from Trapper Jim's? Yep. Um, instead of Trader Joe's. Right. What well, do you do, Gracie? You're like still uh, relatively I'm new at new this. At bad so at this, this is my second second sober Thanksgiving. And the first time that I was going to go to our big family gatherings, I was I really felt weird about it. And I was really afraid to go, actually, um, and thought about skipping it, which is totally an option if any of you are listening and you're like, yep. there's no way that I can get through that without drinking. Just don't go. It's not a big deal. Guess what? Holidays happen every fucking year. So, um, and we're, are we allowed to swear on this? Yep. Okay. They put the little E-box next to it, so... <laughs> That's good. All right. Holidays. Hide your kids' ears. Earmuffs. <laughs> Holidays happen every fucking year. So if this is not your year and you're new in sobriety and you don't know how you're going to get through a holiday without drinking, just don't go. Um, so I thought about skipping last year, but instead I brought a bunch of fizzy waters and things that I wanted to drink, and I knew what I was going to say if people were going to ask me why I'm not drinking, and I was really like even terrified to be like I don't drink anymore because I was still so new at it I wanted to say like oh I'm not drinking right now but really I just started saying I don't drink anymore um and it was fine and I think like the biggest lesson I learned in social events and holidays is that nobody gives a shit about your drinking nope like if they're a normal drinker they're gonna say oh okay you don't drink that's fine and they move on with the conversation the only people who ever, and this is rare, but the only people who ever got weird about it were people who have kind of, like, iffy drinking themselves, and that's that's their problem. It's They get weird about it because they usually don't want to look at their own drinking. But 99% of the time, if you say, I'm not drinking, nobody gives a shit. They're worried about their own life. Um, so the more I got practice with, like, showing up to places where there was alcohol and just having a, a drink of my own in my hand and knowing what I was going to say, the easier it was. And now I don't think about it. Um, I do have to prepare myself, like, mentally for, like, getting pissed off and irritated and claustrophobic. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. like, yesterday I had to get out of the house for a little while and take a drive. And that was really good. I recognized that I was getting irritated. I made a plan to get out and do something for myself. And I came back feeling a lot better. Um, So, yeah, I think it's, that is possible only now because I don't, drink and numb things and I recognize feelings and irritations coming up um whereas before I just didn't and just I don't mean to interrupt slugged you slugged some wine this could be this should be another whole topic and our listeners can let us know if they would think it's good but like the feeling our feelings every time I hear we're you we're really s- big into that now I'm I wouldn't say I'm really big into it that I'm like a fan of it I thought I was so much better at it than I was but I'm terrible <laughs> my therapist was like, yeah, <laughs> we need to work through this. But when you say the word irritated, it kind of sticks in the back of my head. I think in one podcast you were talking about, like, feeling your feelings. <laughs> and you're like, and I was irritated all the time, which are any number of feelings in there. So every time I'm like, oh, I'm feeling irritated, I'm like, no, what yeah. am I feeling? And it sounds so ridiculous, but it's such a it's such a critical thing to do that I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Well, specifically, I was having, my irritation yesterday was about um, my discomfort in making a boundary with a person, Um. and I wasn't able to do it because I was afraid of hurting their feelings, and so all of that culminated in feeling, like, pretty much angry, Yeah. and then I 
was like, I need to get away from this situation. That's straight up irritation, yeah. Yeah. So, that was good. But, um, yeah. Holidays are cool. I mean, our our family's tradition of, like, kind of having a heavier drinking holiday is kind of disbanded for the time being, <laughs> so that makes it easier. But if you are from a family where there's a lot of heavy drinking... Um, yeah, I would just say, like, if you don't have to go, don't, and they'll understand, you know, they'll understand you'll be there next year, and if you are gonna go, just have a good plan, and be aware of what you're feeling, and, and take care of yourself. Yeah, I, I think it's funny you mentioned you're like, I came in with a plan, I knew what I was gonna say. Like, I had just done so much dumb shit at the end in front of our family, that, like, people were like, oh, I'm so glad that you're not drinking. Like, oh, that's good for you, was mm-hmm. usually something they'd say. Good for you. But I, like, <laughs> you know, I think about holidays, and I know we're talking about that, but, like, I think about dating. Yeah, actually, like, like anyone listening, you might be surprised if you show up and not drink at a, at a at an event and someone is encouraging of you. Yeah. So that might... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That, that's, a, like, a, that's... a phrase I get normally. Like, I think... It gets, it was weird when I was dating and sober. Like, some people, most people, like the people that I would hang out with or remain friends with, were like, oh, that's cool. I, you know, have a friend that doesn't drink or so and so or whatever. That's fine. And it was the folks that were like, what do you mean? Why not? That I was like, this is probably not a good indicator for me to have somebody to be around. Mm-hmm. And then, secondly, you know, I would just be honest about it because I, I didn't care that I, like, I didn't have anything to hide by being sober. Yeah. I was just like, I, I just feel better when I, if I didn't want to unleash, you know, my my whole history with somebody based on yeah, meeting them for the first time. If you didn't, didn't want to episode two them. If I didn't want to episode two them <laughs> on in the first five minutes, I would never do that anyway because that's not healthy boundaries. <laughs> I'll just tell you all about it that I've never met. Um I would say, like, I just feel better when I'm not drinking. And then if I still get a weird reaction, I'm like, I'm not pregnant. It's not for religious reasons. Mm-hmm. I just choose not to drink. Yeah. And I don't have a problem if you do. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I mean, sometimes it, like, at the beginning, I didn't want to be around anybody that drank. You know, being around drunk people is still really annoying for me. Is you know? it? Yeah. I really don't enjoy being around people who are, like, wasted. I yeah, really don't. I see, I'm... They're not as endearing now that I'm sober. It depends. My my friends, my close friends that drink, I know that they know. Like, they're kind of in it with me where they, they know I don't drink. And I, like, joke around. I'm like, I'm their designated driver. I like fun, happy, buzzy people. People who can, who have the, the ability that I used to be jealous of. Now it's just kind of fun. But the ability to actually socially drink like normal human beings. Those are great people to be around. They're fun. That's when I do my best harmless instigation, I think. Maybe that sounds mean, but I'm like, you know what sounds really oh fun is, why don't you go talk to that person? Being a no. real Geppetto. Yeah, exactly. But I think for me, like the, I tell them, I'm like, here's my, here's my line in the sand. Like once people start like falling into walls or you got to go here and you don't want to leave or mm-hmm. you're professing your love to me, like mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. I don't need any of that stuff. So I I think it just depends on where you're at personally in your own yeah, I usually get sobriety to or path or your needs. Like, I would never be 
I would some now I like again we talked about telling truth. I shouldn't say never. I I would often at the beginning be pretty socially reclusive because I didn't know how I would how I felt and it was I would choose safe people that were sober to go out with at first and then like family's just a different thing like for the holidays like like I said everybody knew I had a problem with alcohol everybody knew I was alcoholic so I think it was a welcome thing when I'm like nope not drinking but yeah it was really weird to the uncomfortable part was being embedded still like every nothing changed for anybody else Mm -hmm. I get to the point in a in an event or a holiday though where like if there is enough drinking or if there is enough commotion I don't feel bad at all to be like all right I'm out now um like if I have to leave a situation Mm -hmm. I don't feel weird about it anymore I just feel like protecting my own energy and just getting out of there when I need to get out and if it means leaving early I don't feel bad about that at all because I love going to bed early so I don't know it's changed like holidays and events have changed but for me it's not uncomfortable and as nerve-wracking anymore but it was at first it was I was afraid the first time I we I mean going out that we're talking about holidays in this episode but um so I won't talk too much about it but when I was first going out Mm -hmm. sober I was really nervous about it and like the more I would just dip my toe into it and practice it the easier it got but mostly I was just really reclusive too for like the Mm -hmm. first four months um, it was kind of a sweet time in my life. It was kind of a nice, nice little yeah. vacation in my life. But I'm like one of those extroverted, what do they call them, extroverted introverts. Like people at work would probably never, would probably think I'm a weirdo that if I said I'm introverted because I have to be very extroverted. But like I think whether to protect, protect your sobriety or for for me, whether, like whether I need to set healthy boundaries I just work on not apologizing for asking for doing what I need which mm-hmm. is really difficult sometimes mm-hmm. especially if you're a people pleaser like me and I'm like I don't want to let you down like you were talking about like but yeah if if I need to leave a situation or something like I just don't want to go like it sounded yeah. like a great you know I, like all funny? those introvert memes yeah. on you see like sorry I'm late I didn't want to be here I have that shirt yeah no and I think <laughs> a lot of people who drink too well, I shouldn't say a lot of people I know many people I know who drink are also like introverted and drinking helped you socialize yep. but really for me it helped me tolerate people that I had very little tolerance for and now that I don't have that buffer to prolong instances of tolerating people who annoy the living bejesus out of me i just go early i just leave early and it's fine and it's better that way and i don't hang out with certain friends anymore because i realized that i could only tolerate them when i drank and when you took away the alcohol they weren't as fun because they're not fun so now i don't hang out with them interesting but i think it's like what you're saying it's like i don't need to apologize for it anymore i'm just like nope this isn't for me bye or there's a way to give deliver that kind truth i think it's really hard when it's your parents and (laughs) your dad just keeps saying netflix and you don't want to hurt his feelings but it's netflix and 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 hulu instead of holo and trader joe's instead of trapper jim's i'm not catholic anymore but i want to do the sign of the cross every time i hear netflix all right so that's just experience i guess you're gonna do great yeah you're going into tomorrow you're gonna eat some turkey you're gonna have some pumpkin pie and you know what even if you don't do great just 
Remember your resources and remember why you're even started down this path. Like, I mean, I think there's a lot of pressure to like, you know, I think when I wasn't sober, like I would go into situations like you said and just drink because I wanted to be more social. So I don't know. That's my only, like, I try not to give advice because I don't, yeah. I don't you're know gonna how have I got to, so- like. You stayed sober. I know how I stayed sober. I don't know how I got sober. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the same for me. I think, like, you'll just end up learning a lot about... I'm still learning a lot about myself and who I am and what I like, which includes now, like, I get to be my introverted self unapologetically, and I don't have to force myself into social situations I don't want to be in. And it's kind of... It's worked out for the better for but me. But sometimes, Grace, you have to for pie. Sometimes you have to for pie, and that's when you bring your sparkly water and your and your rock that you bought at a crystal store that it gets negative energy away that's from you, like this one that's in my pocket. It's very pretty. In here. It's got good vibes. It's got good vibes. I don't know if crystals work, but I like rocks, and they're pretty, and they make me happy. I don't know where it went. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it disappeared. Can I tell you about going to AA for the first time? Yes, but one thing that we talked about in the car that we should say, speaking of AA, is like I heard this at an AA meeting once, and it oh, just stuck with halt? me. No, oh. not that one, oh, but we, we should talk about, about that. that one. We already did talk about Yeah, and then um, the one thing that stuck with me is like, I can have anything I want to drink. I can have anything I want to drink. If I feel like I want to drink, I can go in the store, and I can buy anything I want to drink. It can't be alcohol. Like, it can't have alcohol in it. But anything else is fair game. And for me, it just, like, opened all these options up. I'm like, look at all these fancy pops. Look mm-hmm. at this. Like, it was about the socializing and having something in my hand. Sometimes I'm super fidgety. Not because I feel like I'm drinking, but because I feel awkward. I'm socially awkward. Like, I'm, again, like, one of those memes. I'm you making awkward faces. You can't see the weird position making she's making with her hands. right now. She's where literally I'm like, moving her hey, arms like she doesn't how are you? Arms. Nice to meet and you. And she's tucking her chin in like she has 90 chins. Do you like apples? Cool. Oh, okay, I'm going to go eat now. Bye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes just appearing normal for me or having something fidgety in my hands helps me do something with that anxiety. When you told me that, that I could, that you're like, I can drink anything I want as long as it doesn't have alcohol in it. I actually remembered that when I was first sober and I was like, look at all these drinks there's yep. so many drinks that i can drink i can have literally anything i want to drink as long as it's not alcohol and there are so many drinks i'm a fan of fentimans fancy pops i call them fancy pops yeah you're bougie um so i'm not promoting anything we are not paid promoters oh, <laughs> it's so stupid but <laughs> fentimans if you want to send me some Don't fancy even. pops some rose lemonade they, you really think shit. that they're gonna listen to this right they might fentimans i want to poop on your dream Anyway, you can drink anything you want as long as there's not alcohol in it. Yep. And that's so many things. Um, so tell me about your trip today. You went to AA. No, it was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. So a person I know who really needed to go to a meeting, um, like ASAP, <clears throat> was looking for one. And I said, hey, I've been wanting to go to one. Is it okay if I, I come? You can say no if you would feel mm-hmm. more comfortable. But... You know, I'll tag along if you're open to it. And they said, sure. So I went, and it was in a church basement, as as to be expected. Um, everyone was really super nice. 
it felt, uh, so, like, I walked in, there were some people who were there because they wanted to be there, there were some people there who, like, maybe didn't want to be there, um, there was, like, one lady who was definitely intoxicated still, just mm-hmm. kind of there for, I don't know, maybe a legal reason, but everybody else, for the most part, was really, like, active participatory, um, encouraging, welcoming, um, it was not intimidating at all, I was a little worried that it would be awkward, and it was not. I mean, it's only as awkward as you make it, right? So mm-hmm. I went in there being like, I'm not embarrassed. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm here. To, let's do this. Let's talk about it. And uh, they talk about the, the 12 steps and the 12 promises in the big book. And everybody went around in a circle and shared. One person asked for advice, and everybody went around in a circle and gave advice. Um, and before I knew it, an hour was up, and... Then people stood around in the parking lot and smoked a couple cigarettes and shot the yeah. breeze. And there was coffee, there was cookies. And I would say, above all, like what I took away from it was it's a program that's helped a lot of people um, because I think those steps really do make you like really come to terms with the past and your behaviors and your um, hurdles and pitfalls, which I think is really important. Um, and I'm glad I went, and it was good to be among a community of people who just tell the truth and are honest and transparent about who they are and what they've been through and where they're going. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, I'm not a real dogmatic person to begin with. Um, I definitely do believe in uh, God, um, but I do get kind of stuck on, I mean, for my own reasons that I won't go into, like organized religion has not been a, a thing that is worked out well in my life at all and I've given it many fair shots um but this kind of strikes me as one of those but at the same time there are a lot of really useful things in there and I can definitely understand why um it works for people and I would say like if you uh, just give it a shot if you haven't been and you're curious about it and see if it works for you um and time will tell if it's something that will I'm sure it will teach me a lot I can't say that I'll be like you know quoting the big book anytime soon but you never know and um, glad I went. Good. Yeah. I'm glad that you're glad. When I, when I told people there that I had been sober for 428 days, mm-hmm. and that it was my first meeting, it was a little awkward. Um, I got told a lot that I need a sponsor and I need to work the steps. Absolutely. And I um so told them I, I told really, a lot too. I really appreciated their mm-hmm. their concern and their advice and um being so welcoming and so yeah. I think, you know, I was expecting that for sure. And uh, I I just, uh, like, I like to think for myself. So I'm going to read through the material, but also I just can't, I've never been able to follow anything dogmatically. So I don't foresee this being, you know, the end all be all for me, um, the one route that I take. But Anything that is going to be able to keep me sober long, long term um, or give me tools that I can recycle over and over to keep me growing and progressing, I'm open to them. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to listen. Plus free cookies. Free cookies, man. That's nice. I'm trying to listen. And I have a lot of baggage with my initial experience with AA. And I'm not going to break that down too much because we're already getting close to bedtime. But um, 
I'm glad that you went. I, I'm really glad it works for people. I learned that I was an alcoholic by going to AA. I think there are definitely some, I don't understand the dogma that, uh, triggers my anger, maybe part of it. I think there, like, there's a really great women's meeting that I probably would, I need to get back to that. That was a great meeting, um, in a larger city that I lived near. Um, but in general, like, the tools for me were really good. The process was really good. I just, um, at that point in time, needed to do a lot more work with my anger because I was triggered quite a bit by um, being told that I needed to get the real big book, which was the Bible, um, that I wasn't going to stay sober because I didn't, once I was sober, I would pop into meetings, that, I, but, I, but I was told by multiple people I would not stay sober unless I, I took somebody on as a sponsor. Mm-hmm. There are very, like, again, I think it's really, really great if that works to keep people sober. Do whatever you have to do if you want to be sober. Yeah. Um, I think people were just, like, saying that to me. I, what I try to remember is that these are people who, number one, are, are sober and have been sober a long time. But absolutely. number two, they want to spare you. Absolutely. They want to spare you the pain of years and years of, you know, circling around and chasing your tail. And they think that they're really doing you a massive favor by being like listen to me you this is what you need to do because they just care they just care about you um I try to keep that in mind but I'm a person who just I have to test things on my own Mm -hmm. and um I appreciate them being so adamant that they have the way and I think that is true for them but um yeah I think one of the the principles is being fearlessly honest mm -hmm. and I do appreciate that. I try to be that myself every single day. But I also think it's being honest about not only the great parts of it. I think AA is great. And I think it's great if it keeps people sober. But I also think it's good to be honest about an experience that might not have been so great. Mm-hmm. Um, not to shy anybody away from it. I just think there's a yeah. there's definitely a fit when it comes to, like the, again, the principles over personalities. If there's a... I've been to some amazing AA meetings that... Again, that women's meeting where you show up, it is all about the principles, it's all women, and it's very empowering. And it's not everybody gets to share. There's like 90 people at this Mm -hmm. meeting, but you just listen and you get experience, strength, and hope. Mm -hmm. And I always feel better walking out of that meeting, even though I don't regularly go Mm -hmm. as part of my sobriety. I just think, yeah, it's just really interesting. I'm glad that you went with, with that person and... I'm yeah. glad that they get some strength from that, too. There's a surprising amount of cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cowboy hats. Um, <clears throat> that was shocking. Not a lot of women, but, um, you know, that's okay. I'm going to try to find Did some meetings where I live. Did you get 13th steps? Um, you know by, what that means? Yes, I do know what a 13th step is when someone tries to date another person in AA. Everyone was about 40 years my senior <laughs> At this particular very small meeting in a, in a small town. But, um, uh, no, I did not. And, uh, That's good. Just admired the, the cowboy hats and ate some cookies. and That sounds listened, like a good group of people. I kind of want to go to that meeting. It now. was a really good group, group of people. And I just have so much, like, 
I have such a tender spot for people who just they keep showing up Absolutely. and they're they're doing it and uh and they want to help you and I just think you know I don't I don't know I'm just gonna keep going um Good. I think that the, t- there will probably come a, a point um in a certain meeting where I get a lot of resistance from people if I'm not working the steps and I'll I'll understand that I'll just have I'll ha- just try to have a lot of understanding for where they're coming from on that. And I don't think that my way is the right way, so I'll just mm-hmm. be open-minded about hearing um, what other people have gone through and go from there. Yeah, I don't know what the right way is for anybody. Yeah. Except for, I don't even know what the right way is for myself. Mm-hmm. I have to test that every day. Yeah, it probably changes. Except for not to drink and to be emotionally that's, sober as well. That's really the whole point is just not drink. You know what's funny, and, and I brought this up in the meeting, is um, I shared in the meeting. Um, I used to think that, like, my problems in life were other things other than the drinking. I thought, like, yeah, I drink and that's not great, but, like, my problem is that relationship, or my problem is my job, or my problem is my stress management, or my problem is blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 the way I think, the way I am. Um, And it wasn't until I gave being, like, alcohol-free a really solid shot that I realized, like, oh, shit. <laughs> It was a way bigger problem than what I thought. And then I get to work on stuff that is a problem in myself. But it was not possible at all. Still holding on to alcohol. So that was... I brought that up. But hmm. That's... Anywho. Yeah, I'm thinking about all my reasons. It was all my ex-husband's reasons. That's <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. all... It's everybody else's fault. I can't fault. wait to get to this codependent episode oh yeah you guys were gonna do a codependency episode we'll probably was, do multiple because it's yeah, just too big we might do two episodes on codependency we've maybe been thinking eight, about it maybe every about. episode will be about it but so if you have questions about codependency um <laughs> not that we know the answers but send them to us <laughs> so we can chat about it shit i don't know any answers shit. i'm working through it myself so i can we're, we're all gonna work through it together it's really like <laughs> that sounds so codependent I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're, you'll make me be- feel better if you listen to my codependency episode. Mm-hmm. And if you're not there, I'm going to be really sad and it's going to be all your fault. It's really going to hurt my feelings if you don't <laughs> listen to this episode and validate me. Oh, sarcasm um, is Let's so- work through all this together as a unit. <laughs> I can't do it without you. <laughs> we can't do this I'm without I'm not going to do it if you're not going to do it, Grace. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. All right, should we go? I think so, but I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving if you're listening. Sorry, we're so like wah wah sounding this yeah. time, but we just really want to like for me, it's really important to be consistent. And yes, it's fun, <laughs> and yes, it's good to talk to my sister, but I don't know if it's it just must be me. I must be so unique that consistency is so very hard for me sometimes when I commit to doing something creative. You're the only person I, I know that that finds. I it know hard nobody to else can relate to any of this. No. Oh. So, I'm showing up today, man. We're showing up with where we're at. Well, I'm going to bed, so um, I'm done showing up for the day. All right. Are you gonna show up? I gotta go. She's gonna keep showing up. Tell tell my child to get off of her cell phone. Oh, good luck with that. Thanks. Well, we family lo- times. Well, guys, we like you. We Thanks like for you. listening. You're I know doing a good job. There's people listening to this. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway, we really you like guys. you. You're doing a good job. And I hope you have lots of delicious 
pies. Eat the pies. Bye. Bye.